Welcome back to Box to Box. It's Reza and Alex. Hi, Alex. Good evening. Uh, the Premier League starts in... Can we get a countdown? Wait. Like a live countdown? I mean... Like okay. countdown.com? Well, okay. Six so days. No, five days. Like five days. Oh, no, wait. In two out in 20 minutes, it will be... Six days, exactly. Six days. Exactly. Right? Oh, no, no, no. It's Friday. So five days. Five days and 20 in five days and 20 minutes, the Premier League starts. Yeah. About to be five days and 19, 19 minutes. minutes. Uh, <laughs> right up. So we are doing uh, a Premier League predictions. We're, I think we're going to start from the top to the bottom. And we're going to basically, we each went in our own corners and we came up with our full table. Uh, one through 20. One through 20. Uh, predictions for each position. And I think we're just going to go, again, starting from either 1 or 20, and then work our way up or down. Uh, I, uh, let's start at 20, I think. Oh. Yeah. Okay, because, like, the juicy bits will be at the yeah, end. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, and then we'll just kind of talk about it and sort of I want to hear why you said what you said, and I will say why I said what I said. Sounds good. Anything else? Um, let's get raw. Let, yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay. Uh, 20th place, relegation slot number you, you can three. I'll say start. Yours. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I put Sheffield. Yeah, Sheff- me too. Sheffield United. I, I think, um, and I'm looking at, I was looking at sort of like the signings, like the ins and outs from every team mm-hmm. just to sort of see who they're getting. Oh, yeah. I should pull that up actually. Uh, Premier League.com. I was prepared. And, they, they like they're signing a couple people, but it's nothing that. Um, and I'm just gonna run through some of the key players. But they signed Jack Yelka from Everton, mm-hmm. uh, Ravel Morrison, who is sort of the controversial uh, ex United player who's played at I think a bunch of random clubs and just yeah, like Lazio, West Ham. And I said it in another episode, but if he can get into some sort of form and be motivated, I think he can maybe do something. But I don't think the team overall is um, necessarily prepared. Uh, yeah. Mousset from Bournemouth, I think, was a good signing. Decent, but yeah. Kind of average for Bournemouth anyway. And they just broke their transfer record for Ollie McBurney. Yes. That's a great name. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or oh, that was oil. <laughs> uh but yeah, I just don't think that their team is necessarily prepared and I don't think they've signed enough of like good players, uh, whether they were um No, it's ju- it's just yeah, I mean the players they've signed, I don't think, are even at the f- necessarily uh, like a Premier, Premier League, League level. level. Um, apart from Jagielka and like Mousset, who's already on a Premier League team, but everyone else is basically picked off of championship, championship teams. mid to mid to highest tier championship teams. Um, but yeah, I said twentieth Sheffield and yeah, I I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, the only like I know a few players like uh like their new signings like Oli McBurney, I think will do okay. Um, Jagielka. I'm pretty sure he grew up a Sheffield fan. Uh, I think he started at Sheffield. Oh, okay, that's what it is. Okay, that's th- so that's good to see. Um, Billy Sharp, I think, is a good striker for them. He'll be one of their returning good players. But you always see like like who was it like a past couple of seasons? The there's always the player that like scores twenty plus goals in the championship and then scores like six in the Premier. Like right, it's all it never. Obviously, that was like Sessegnon last season. Yeah, obviously, it's not going to be like twenty goals and twenty goals, but yeah, there's just that gap. So even like with Pookie and whoever else was on Norwich that we talked about yesterday. Oh, Buendia. Yeah, but like Argentinian. He, he, he only scored. Yeah, but he only scored he just eight in, goals. In, even just in terms of performance, I think yeah. there's going to be some. And you obviously have to get like acclimated to it, and I think the first couple months might be rough until you actually hit some sort of form. Yeah. Um, anyhow, it'll be, in, I've never, I've personally never watched Sheffield in the Premier League before. This is going to be my first time watching it. So it'll be exciting. I, I am excited that they're in because it's always, yeah. I, I, always I like, like seeing, seeing new, new teams. D- yes. <laughs> what was that? It's just, yes. Uh, we're just so, so excited. Five not, days. Not I know the weekends have meaning again. Uh, number 19. Yeah. Well, who do you have? Should we do like a three, two, one? No, it, it'll like create like. You can't really hear both of us at the same time. So you just say yours and I'll say mine. I think we're different here. I think so too. Norwich. I have Brighton. Oh, you have Brighton getting relegated. Yeah, I do. Okay. I'll get back to that later. Um, I picked Norwich for the similar reasons. Um, they've let go of a lot of guys, mainly just sort of... Who? Um, 
no, just like I think it's just like uh, reserves and some like lower key wait, first wait, team players. Oh, really? But oh yeah, yeah. they got uh, Nelson Oliveira. But just looking at some of their key signings, uh, Patrick Roberts from Man City, ex Fulham player. I think he's a good young Decent. young player. He was on Fulham. Um, yeah, Fulham signed for Man City. Now he's being loaned out to like a couple places. Oh. But um, I think Norwich's team was I think the maybe the best performing. I mean, they obviously won the the, uh, yeah. the championship. Uh, but some key signings were uh, Patrick Roberts um, from. Uh, where was it? Man City. From no, from Man City. But I was looking for someone else. Oh, Celtic. Um, who else? Uh, it may have been Aston Villa that signed them. But I think it's the same thing. I'm not familiar with a lot of their players, but I I still think that the I think it's more of uh them not. It's not. I think with Sheffield, it's more that they can't perform. But I think it's with Norwich, they'll just be outperformed by some other clubs that have either. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, I get it. I think Sheffield just purely won't be good enough and at that level. I think right. Norwich will be a little bit closer, but still, like, the lower Prem teams, like your Southamptons and your Brightons, and okay, even, like, with Villa coming in, I think, um, I still think they'll finish in the relegation. I will, I will talk about Norwich when we get to where, where I put them, but, so I put Brighton at 19th, uh, because... You know, they've been under, they were under, who was their manager that just got sacked? Um, oh, my God. Uh, um, Hewton? Uh, Hew- yeah, Chris Hewton. Chris Hewton. Uh, so, he just got sacked, and he was a super defense-minded manager, and it looks like Lewis Dunk is out the door because they just signed Adam Webster from Bristol, and uh, he's a center back. It looks like he's going to be his replacement. Because Dunk is probably going to go to Leicester, mm-hmm. who's going to be Maguire's replacement, who's going to go to Man U. Yep. And they actually just broke their transfer record for Trossard from Gank. Yeah. He's a good attacking player. They have good wingers. Um, and But really, in terms of strikers, it's really only Glenn Murray. Like, when he goes down, they have Endone, who's like, okay. Gross is a good player, but I feel like as soon as one or two players go down for them, they're very thin. And they also gave away knockout as well. Yeah, they got. I honestly didn't think he was that good that last season. But uh, Bruno retired, so they're uh, thin at right back. Um, and now that they have a w- weaker defense, and now Graham Potter, who's a more attacking-minded uh, manager, he doesn't have the right tools to you know score enough goals. And I feel like they're just going to be weaker in defense. Mm-hmm. So they're going to concede more goals. But I feel uh, what I'm saying is they're going to concede more goals than they're going to score more. Because like, la- like last season, they didn't score that many goals. And I think they will score more goals than they did last season. But they're going to concede, concede more. Away more. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. I'll get to Brighton and why I think they'll yeah. finish where they are. So 18th. I think 18th. I think uh, we have the same. Uh, maybe. What do you Can we do a 3 two, one Sure, we'll try it. All right, three, two, one. Southampton Villa. Oh. Southampton. I think it's time. Really? I think it's finally time. Southampton have finessed the Premier League for too long. <laughs> um, I. It touches on sort of where uh, some other. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Uh, I think it. I picked Southampton because, um, and just I can go through some of their uh, key signings. But I don't know. I just think they've always been so average, average, and just subpar. And like they've been on like they've only stayed up on like key performances and key like periods of time from like whether it would be like James Ward Prowse or Redmond or so one of their players like carrying them because there was a phase when like literally just James Ward Prowse was like the hottest player in the Premier League last season when he was just banging in free kicks. Mm-hmm. But even looking at their signings, they've only signed four players: uh, Musa. I'm going to murder this last name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Musa Jempo from Standard Liège. That was che- good. Thank you. Che Adams from Birmingham, Danny Inks from Liverpool, and Tommy Scott from Yeovil Not a whole lot. They lost uh, Matt Target to... Aston Villa. Aston Villa. Uh, Stephen Davies went to Rangers. Um, both pretty significant players in their squad. Um, who else? I think Jack Rose, who's played a couple games, went down to Walsall on loan. But... Overall, I don't think they've done a whole lot in the summer. 
Well, I know they haven't done a whole lot in the summer. Yeah, they've only and signed two big players yeah. in terms of Jen Poe and, I just, and Che Adams. And I just don't think, and I mean with Danny Ings, it's not a whole lot that you can do. I mean, he's going to score what? Five, six goals? Maybe. I mean. He's not going to hit double digits. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Overall, I think so. I think this of all the years, I think Southampton is gonna finally go down. Plus, they don't have a shirt sponsor. What they had like last year, they had like the non-manufactured shirt sponsor. Like they never got like they had like Under Armour for a couple of years, but then. Oh, I thought you meant like their no, not, shirt not the, sponsor, not the chest sponsor, but like the actual like oh, Nike Adidas Puma Under Armour. Okay, that feels bad. Yeah. So I put Aston Villa. This hurts because I want them to stay up. Uh, Jack Grealish, I love. McGinn is a good player. They signed a bunch of players. Tyrone Mings is a good signing. Uh, oh, wait. I just realized. I I drafted Matt Target, mm-hmm. and they also have Tyrone Mings. Yeah. They're both left backs. I know. Oh, uh, that That's a bit of a problem. But actually, maybe Tyrone Mings may... I think he can play center back, or maybe Target can play left wing back. Anyways, uh, they, they, they got a bunch of business done. Yota is a good player. Wesley from Club Bruges, uh, Trezeguet from Egypt. Uh, I watched him in the World Cup and he was decent. Uh, Tom Heaton is a great signing. Great signing. I think they will just miss it, just because. I feel like they've signed too many players, which will, yeah, might that can hurt r- you. it might bite them in the back, and that same thing happened with Fulham. Yeah, and I think they just barely got promoted into the uh, into the Premier League because Norwich was quite comfortable. Sheffield just overtook Leeds at the final days. So I just think I think Aston Villa have a good depth. They they have a decent manager in Dean Smith, I believe. I'm fact checking. Yes, Dean Smith. Um and I just don't think, bes- besides Grealish, I don't think they have that bit of extra quality that can keep them up. Maybe Tom Heaton can pull a bunch of saves that can keep them up. But I, I, I like to reiterate, I want them to stay up, but I don't think they will. Interesting. Um, again, I'll get to where they... Uh, so you, so you basically your relegation zone is Aston Villa, Brighton, Sheffield. Yes. Mine, Norwich. Uh, Southampton, Norwich, Sheffield. Yes. Uh, up to 17, and I think this is where we just cross over. I think Brighton will stay up for the one of the points you touched on. So I think you put them 17? I put them 17, which I think is where they finished uh, last season. Yeah. Uh, they just stayed up. So, yeah, 17, 36 points. Um, I think... So, they broke in their club record signing, I think, three years now, back-to-back. So, it was Trossard this year, John Bach that, last year. Who was the year before? Um... Oh, 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 oh. Um, the I know his name and I know his face. Davy Proper? No, 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 no. Basuma? No, Basuma was the same window as uh as was two windows ago. No, I can I can tell you. Really? Anyhow, um I, I in general I just think that their team is with with the change of management I think I don't think Chris Sheaton was the right manager for them I agree and I don't think they were necessarily playing all the best players at the same time Locadia oh Locadia yeah but I just think that the same way that they kind of like dug deep and sort of just made it happen plus I don't think Jai Hombach played sort of all the right games and he had his own to be fair I don't, he I, was not great yeah he was no I'm saying he wasn't great but I think there was they had the issue of like first league sort of he uh, yeah you like kind of sleep through your first leagues for some players he played he played mostly FA Cup games yeah but overall I think that they where they haven't signed a whole lot of uh, new players they have signed some good ones if they can make it work under a more attack minded management I think that they can sort of pull off at least better than um, a couple of the promoted teams and I even see. some of the other cha- and even even some of the other lower Premier League teams okay. Um, I put Norwich at seventeenth. Okay. Um, I just think they they're just a bit better than Aston Villa, so I think that's why they're going to stay up. I think they have good quality players, and like we mentioned last episode, Puki, um, Buendia, Max Ahrens, um, 
feel like they also signed a, uh, like we said, uh, Patrick Roberts, Yusuf Dermich from uh, München Gladbach. I think Ralph Farman is a good goalkeeper as well. Sam Byram from West Ham. People forget about him. So I think they have the good quality and good management. They have a good game. Uh, they they scored ninety three goals last season in the championship. So I think they'll score enough goals. Um, their defense is very similar to last time we saw it in in the Premier. Last time they were in the Premier League, I think they still have Teti. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm blanking on a couple other names, but I think they just have that bit of extra quality that they're going to be better than Aston Villa. I think they will just stay up. And I think they have the potential to finish. Uh, like I, I changed my predictions a lot, and I think they could finish as high as 14th maybe. But I put them at 17th just to be safe. Interesting. Uh, 16th place, I put Aston Villa. Okay. I think with the way – I think the team – it's a factor that a lot of people don't think about, but I think the team is like the togetherness and the team chemistry yeah. is pretty high, which I think in a first round, like in your first season back, especially you're a club that's sort of like been quote unquote a Premier League club. Right. And you kind of drop down and you sort of hover around in the championship for three, four years. And then you finally come back. I think sort of having that togetherness and sort of that team morale and spirit actually kind of goes a long way. Um, but the players that they've signed are all of top tier or premier league yeah, standards I agree. so i think in terms of transfer business with the other compared to the other uh two promoted teams and even some of the other teams like southampton and i actually Brighton, think aston villa has spent the most money out of any premier league team like uh, ever, ever, out of everyone maybe uh really Cause, yeah because man city like i mm, maybe uh before harry Maguire does okay i think they're definitely top three because I know Man City only signed Rodrigo. No, because they've signed players from big clubs. So they got, again, so um, El Ghazi from Lille, Wesley from Club Bruges, uh, Nakamba from Club Bruges, Tom Heaton from Burnley, Douglas Luiz from Man City, Trezeguet from um, Kasimpa. Where is he from? He's he's from Egypt, but I think that's a Belgian team. Interesting. But let me, I'll double check. Yeah. Um, Tyrone Mings, Matt Target. Um, and I think Wesley, who I mentioned, but I think all their players are so uh, within the Belgian clubs. They're basically like between Club Bruges and them. They're like basically they're playing Champions League, so they have Champions League caliber players. Oh, it's a Turkish team. Ah, um, where did they finish in Turkey last year? Uh, fourteenth out mm, of not so bad. I don't know, not very good. Uh, but overall, I think the teams. Um, what they went through in the playoffs, I think the team is very uh, tight knit. I think apart from Tammy Abraham, who's back at Chelsea, yeah, um, that was a that was a bit can, of a loss. Who can still move if he wants? But I think I, Wesley's their his replacement. Yeah, uh, which I think is like a pretty good replacement. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think they filled in all the right gaps. They've sort of strengthened all the key positions. They kept the majority of their squad. Yeah, um, and I think they're actually set up much better than a team like Brighton or Southampton, like current Premier League teams. Fair enough. Uh, 16th, I went with Newcastle. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty low. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if their big players don't step up, they can get relegated just because of the turmoil that's going on right now with the club. But at the same time, people are asking, like, the fans are asking Mike Ashley to buy, and he has. I mean, they broke the transfer record for uh, Joltino. Yeah. Jolton. Jolinton. Jolinton. Yeah. Jolinton. Uh, we'll get the names by like like game week five. Yeah. Jolinton. Uh, St. Maximin's a baller. We were yeah. just talking about him from Nice. He wears that Gucci headband. Yes. Uh, he's he's great. Um, Almiron's still there. Yes, they lost probably their two best players in Ayuzi Perez and Rondon. Rondon left uh, to go to China and probably their bi- biggest loss was... Rafa Benitez. Yeah. And they replaced Steve Bruce for him. Uh, he's not great. I mean, yeah, it's true. he doesn't stay up that often, but I think this is his best quality side that he's managed. So I think they'll just stay up. Um, they, they, I, I, I was debating if I should put Newcastle 16th or 17th. Uh, uh, they're like interchangeable with Norwich, but I think Newcastle just has better players. Like Almiron now has, is going to be in his first full season. Fabian Schar was 
probably top five uh, center back last season. Um, he was very good. M- maybe top ten. Maybe I'm being uh, being a little overrating him because I drafted him in my fantasy team. Uh, but he's good. Uh, Yedlin still there. Uh, John Joe Shelby's still there. So Matt Ritchie's still there. Dub uh, Dubrov. I keep for forgetting Dubrovka. To- Dubrovka. There we go. I always mispronounce his name. Uh, Dubrovka is a great keeper in my opinion. Uh, probably top seven last season. Uh, so I think they have the quality, but. I'm scared that if the fans are going up against Mike Ashley, because um, they're against Arsenal the first game week, and there's been lots of uh, uh, tweets saying boycott Arsenal, like boycott the game, because it's at St. James's. I hope that doesn't happen, because they're also another Premier League team, kind of like Aston Villa. Uh, so I think they'll do just enough to stay up, but I... Can't, I wouldn't be surprised if they go down. Fifteenth. Uh, moving on to fifteenth. Uh, so I put this team a little low compared to where they finished last year. I think we have the same. Watford. No, that's pretty low. So I'll take you th- through my thinking. Um, okay. Looking at the teams that are uh, that I put above them, in terms of purchasing power and sort of like key changes, like whether it be managerial or, um. Players, what player wise, Watford haven't done a whole lot in the transfer window. I don't think they needed to do anything, though. But I'm also looking at what everyone else did around them, and also where they finished last season. So last season they finished in 11th with 50 points, which is only five points away from 15th. So it's the whole like oh, second okay. half bottom. But of remember the table, how they started so hot? They were fourth. Like they were and third they made and fourth. The FA Cup final. Yeah, I, I. I mean, it's your I'm, pick. So. I'm just looking at sort of the teams that are around them. So, like, you have your Leicesters and your Evertons and your Bournemouths and your Palaces. Like, I'm looking at those sort of teams and how they've set themselves up for the year compared to a team like Watford, which haven't have been pretty inactive. Um, and I'm just going to quickly check who... Who they signed? They just signed Craig Dawson, really. Craig Dawson from West Brom. That's Be- basically... Barrett from West Ham. And then a couple free signings from just, like, free agents. Yeah. Um... That's basically it. They haven't made... The, the only player that kind of left them that was okay was Britos, and the only player they signed that can replace him is Dawson. And yeah. I think Dawson is a... He's a Premier League standard center back. Listen, I hope defender. I'm... I like Watford, but I just think that teams around them have actually just done a little bit better. have done a little bit better. Plus, okay. I think with... Um, uh, what's his face up top? Uh, Tordini. I slowly getting at a... Yeah, they Older also have age. Andre Gray and Delafeu. Delafeu, I think, is going to drive them a lot, but it just depends on how... I mean, the team's been together a lot, but I just don't think that they're going to actually um, perform as well this season. Okay. Uh, I put Crystal Palace at 15th. Okay. Um, This is on the basis of them losing Juan Bissaka. And Zaha, maybe. If Zaha, if Zaha leaves... It changes the whole... Honestly, yeah. I can definitely see them getting relegated. That He's so important yeah, to yeah, them, yeah. and he's definitely... By far their best player, um, but let's see like what they did during the transfer. Win. Literally, they just re-signed Jordan Ayew. That's basically it. They got rid of Wambasaka. They got rid of Sorloth. They got rid of Jason Punchin, Spironi. I mean, they've done no business. Uh, I- if they keep Zaha, they will definitely stay. But if they get rid of him, they're gonna fight. For relegation, uh, Milojovic obviously, uh, penalty Townsend. penalty master Townsend still there, uh, Patrick Van Anholt, Tompkins, MacArthur, who's their keeper? Oh, Hennessy, right? Hennessy or Speroni? Just uh, Speroni left. Okay, so I think probably Hennessy. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the teams uh, outside. It's, it's so difficult to 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 do like the the non-relegated second half of the table because it's yeah. all within like five to six points. Yeah. Without without um, Zaha, they don't have that many great attackers outside of Townsend. Yeah. Um, I mean, Benteke and will Townsend get more. Townsend's not the type to 
carry the team. He more like complimented Zaha and what yeah. he was doing. I don't Zaha like would literally just take the ball and yeah. win penalties and score goals and set people up and he would create more space with the players that he attracted. So I don't think Townsend can necessarily do that. And now with Sorloth gone, I think that'll give more time for Benteke and hopefully he can finally become the striker that he's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's why I have them fifteenth. I don't. Th- uh, th- they were twelfth last season, so I think they'll definitely drop. Yeah. Fourteenth, uh, I. I'm getting a little controversial. I think Burnley. Uh, that's so fair. They finished fifteenth last season with forty points, which is sort of the standard. And um, it was weird to see like you always like. Wait, you're putting Newcastle pretty high, in my opinion. I will get there. Okay. Um, but I put uh. Burnley at 14th. Again, last year they finished 15th. I think they're pretty much going to do the same. Um, two signings that they did that I really like are Peters from or Peters from Stoke. Oh, yeah. And uh, Jay Rodriguez from West Brom. Yeah, those are good who's signings. Who's actually done pretty well in the championship, but I think that that will complement uh, and sort of challenge and keep uh, players like Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood sort yeah. of accountable and um, just create some good energy in terms of strike force. And then... In the back, they're just always a tough team to break down, and I just think that they're yeah, going to be ben around. Me for, and yeah, Tarkowski. yeah, they're just going to be around for a while, and they haven't lost any key players. Um, they lost Ward and Walters, who retired, and Tom Heaton. But uh, Nick Pope is back from injury, and of course, and Joe they lost, Hart's still and there. Of, of course, they lost. Um, who? So two of their players retired: uh, John Walters and the, uh, the the legend Peter Crouch. Oh yeah. So I'm not sure how they'll do from that loss, but uh, they lost Stephen Ward too. That's yeah, Stephen Ward, uh, Lindegard, who I didn't even know was on Burnley, <laughs> uh, and then Tom Heaton, of course, went to Villa. But um, yeah, I think that they're going to be the same sort of scrappy team, finish around the same place, and uh, they'll be annoying. Yeah, they'll be the annoying team. Um, yeah, and until Stoke joins, I think they take the rain, the the uh, the uh, throne of a cold, rainy night in Burnley. Yeah. They're, uh, they're equally as annoying. Who? Burnley. As Stoke? Burnley away, I think, is one of the most no, annoying places. Stoke is the worst, in my opinion. Just yeah. Arsenal fan. Yes. Uh, for, where are we again? Uh, 14th. 14th, I put Southampton. Really? Yeah. That's really <laughs> high. Okay, I'll explain why. The, so, I did the opposite of how Watford, for you, is going to go down. But for me, Southampton is going to go up. Because they finished with 39 points last season. And uh, they were they just finished one point behind Burnley uh, and six points behind Newcastle. And I think they'll finish above both of them. Uh, I picked them because I think now they have a full season with Ralph Hasenhutl. And he's a great manager. He's a, a manager at Leipzig. Mm-hmm. Now he knows... the si- Now the players know his system. Now he knows which players are going to start for him. Uh, Cedric is coming back from loan from uh, Inter. Uh, also, they uh, Jan Valery's a great right back as well. Both of them are right backs. Uh, I think Che Adams is a very underrated signi- signing. Again, I'm saying that because he's on my fantasy team. Uh, Jempo is also underrated. They did lose Matt Target, but I think Ryan Bertrand can do the job. Steven Adams, also another loss, but uh, I think James Ward-Prowse, Hoybjerg, both good midfielders. I think they still have Romeu. So they have like that same. They have a co- they have a core. They, they have a good core. Yeah. yeah, Danny Ings, Charlie Austin. I think they're they're a pre- a good. They're too good to go down, in my opinion. I don't. I don't think they'll go down. Uh, if they do go down, they have core players that will one hundred percent leave the club. And they, yeah. th- I think they're a team that if they go down, I don't think we're gonna see them come back up for a while. Yeah. Uh, I think from 11th up, we're like for like. I think so, too. So I mean, it's not that hard. So but 13th. Uh, 13th, it depends on Zaha, but I put a Crystal Palace. Okay. They d- haven't signed, uh, again, they've only signed Steven Henderson uh, and Ayu from Swansea. And they've lost, like you said, Wambasaka punches. Yeah, and Henderson's Sato. not going to start, and Ayu was on the team last season. Yeah, so I, I don't, it just all depends on what happens with Zaha. Yeah. Um I think they were a team that Where would you where would you put them if Zaha leaves? Like way way lower, which is like 16 seventh. Like I think they could they could they would, they'd be in trouble. Yeah. And it depends on who they cuz at this point in the way that transfers are happening, transfers are taking like super long. F- four, like 3 to 4 weeks. 
on average yeah. for, for like significant transfers. So it's not like you're going to sign Salazaha to whoever and then sign like a, an equally creative player right? Um, within the next five days. But yeah, I put Crystal Palace and um, it just depends on Zaha, but I think they, they've kept uh, the main core apart from Juan Basaka, but um, I think they can sort of do a scrappy job at replacing him, but I think for the main part that they're going to be the sort of the same team. Uh, 13th, I put Burnley basically this around the same as you. Yeah. Um, like, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, Sean Dyche is still the manager there. They have the same back four, basically the exact same team with a couple of good additions in Jay Rodriguez. And who's the other one? It was, uh... Oh, Peters. Uh, basically, Peters replaces Stephen Ward at left back. Um... I think Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes is an underrated uh, strike force. They can get their head on anything. Uh, Jay Rodriguez is a good backup for them, or he may start. I don't know. Uh, McNeil, we talked about him last episode. He's an underrated player. Good Munson. I think Robbie Brady's going to be back for a full season. Uh, forgot about him. Uh, so I think they're going to uh, stay up definitely for sure. Uh and they're going to be the scrappy team. Basically, the exact same thing that you said. I just have them one place above you. Interesting. Uh, moving on to 12th. Um, I picked Newcastle. Um, That's high. It is high, but listen. Hear me out. Listen. Listen, listen. listen. Check me out. Check me out. <laughs> uh, let's just look at what they did last season. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you think they're going to finish higher than they did last season? Without well, Rafa well, Benitez. Well, one place. Okay. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> so last year they finished, they won 12 games. They tied nine, which is a pretty significant amount for around the table that they were with 45 points. And with four to five, with four or five points higher, you could have easily cracked uh, top of the table. I think the players that they signed, yes, Rafa Benitez is gone. And yes, you have lost sort of. Rondon and Ayozi Perez. Yeah, keep players like uh, Ayozi Perez and Rondon, but they've replaced them very well. I agree. Like for like. So I think the signings that they've had, um, they also signed Willems from Frankfurt, apart from um, Sam Maxim and Jolton. So I think... They can finally play him. Uh, They they finally can bench Paul Dummett. Yeah, I just think if they... There's a lot going on, but I can only go off of the players that they've signed and symbol like in this gauge who they've lost and then see what how that performs with like how they're how they see how that relates with how they performed last season. I feel like you're basing a lot of your predictions on this on team signings. Well, that's how I'm basically like seeing f- how they've performed. I have to look at the, who the manager is, where they finished last season, how many players have they lost, like which players have they lost, and which kind of players have they signed. So, like with me, like for Norwich. Uh, Southampton and Wat, uh, no, not Watford. Uh, Norwich, Southampton, and Newcastle. I based them mainly on managerial, like status. That's the only thing that um. It's the only thing that is there about Newcastle. But if you think about it, even with last year, like, yes, they had Rafa Benitez, but their team, in my opinion, wasn't. I'm, I'm, I don't. I'm not a huge like, Ayuzi Perez. I think is good. Fan. And I think Rondon's a little just like when he was at West Brom, he was pretty good, but then I think I don't think he has been like sort of the same player since. And I don't think that they necessarily had a pretty good team. I think their team is actually now is much more dynamic and attacking minded. Yeah, but we'll they're s- under the wrong manager in my opinion. I agree that they no, yeah, replaced I, yeah. them perfectly and that they probably have the same quality as they did last season. It's just that their manager's gonna bring them down, in my opinion. Maybe. Uh, 12th, I have Watford. Okay. Um, I just think that they'll have a very similar season to last season. Uh, they'll go down one place from last season. Uh, and, uh, they held on to Ducore. They held on to Delphi. They held on to Pereira. Uh, they didn't make any significant signings, like we said, except for Dawson. Uh, I think he's, he'll be actually very important because whenever, uh, I watch West Brom. I swear he scores a header every time from Ooh. a corner. Craig Dawson. Oh, yeah. And and their defense is not the greatest. I mean, like Jan Mats, uh, Holy Boss, uh, Cabasele. I mean, like, they're okay. 
a good keeper in Ben Foster. Uh, so I think they're a solid team with Javi Garcia still on the hot seat. Uh, so, yeah, I think they'll have a very similar season to last season in 12. And 11th, uh, finishing off spot of the yeah. bottom half of the table, I put West Ham. Okay. <laughs> you give me a look. I thought we were going to have the same team, but we don't. Uh, have we had any of the same team? Only Sheffield. Only Sheffield, yeah. Interesting. And like Burnley, we were one off. Uh, so West Ham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I think the, the, so I think, uh, two of the players that I really like that they've signed, obviously Haller from Frankfurt and, uh, Fornells from Villarreal. Uh, I really like, and obviously they've lost a lot of key players like Arnautovic, uh, to name, but a few, um, but they're always like, again, I'm going with my gut, but I always, they're always like that. They're just like, they're just off of like actually becoming like a consistent top tier team. Do you know what I mean? Like top, uh, half of the team table, Tom, top, top, <laughs> top half of the team Top half <laughs> of the table team. There we go. Oh, my God. At this point, I was just going basically off of who they've signed and sort of whereabouts they finished. They finished 10th last season, 52 points. They could have gone up or down a couple places depending on goal difference and other yeah. points. So I, I kind of just... They're just so average. <laughs> okay. Um, who would you put? I put Bournemouth um, at 11th. Okay. They... Basically, have the same team, and uh, we didn't realize this until we did the draft yesterday. But David Brooks is out for like a couple months. Yes. Um. So that'll be a pretty big loss, but they'll definitely do better than last season. I think they're kind of uh, unlucky. Uh, they did concede seventy goals, which is the third most in the Premier League. Uh, that's kind of strange. I mean, Steve Cook, Nathan Ake. I mean, they're pretty decent, but uh, I think they'll be a fun team to watch. I think. They're the least hated team in the Premier League. Don't you agree? No, for sure. Uh, who else do they sign? Let's see. Uh, I I love uh, what's his name? I love uh Eddie Howe as a manager. Um, yeah, I mean they lost a couple of decent guys like Tyron Mings, Lisa Mousset, uh, Mark Pugh, Hinman. Um, but they brought in Billing from Huddersfield, probably like the That's only. That's a good signing. Okay player that was on Huddersfield last season. Uh Lloyd Kelly from Bristol is an underrated signing. Um I I think the same core, I mean like keeping hold of their big three, uh in Joshua King, Callum Wilson and Ryan Frazier, I think was big. So they'll definitely be a fun team to watch and I'm excited to see them again. Yep. Uh tenth, I'll just make this short. I put Bournemouth. Um Yeah, okay. I just think that we we I tenth I had West Ham, so yeah. we switched. Oh my god. Uh yeah, I just yeah. I th- I think they're gonna get sort of better and better and they're gonna sort of uh, cement themselves and I don't think Brooks will hurt them that much and especially I think they can get through uh win a couple games in the first three months, um and then have him come back. Um I think they'll be fine. I, mean, I think the biggest thing was keeping Frazier for them. I agree. Well, who knows? Like, I mean, there's still a few days, two, four days left of the transfer window. Who knows? Yeah. And you put West Ham for... Yeah, Trent? West Ham. I just love the replacement from Arnautovic to Holler. Yeah. Holler is just a I pure also think goal it's scorer. Upgrade as well. Once again, I'm putting another fancy player of mine in there. I picked yes, Haller. Yes. Uh, Lanzini's back uh, as a full fitness. Felipe Anderson is going to have a great season, I think, again. Yarmolenko coming back from injury. Uh, Declan Rice was huge because mm-hmm. I thought he would actually leave. So he'll be a great part, uh, a big part of their team. Uh, yeah, they lost um, Arnautovic and Obiang. Uh, but their back four is pretty solid. Diop is decent. Uh, who's there? Oh, Zabaleta still kind of still there. Um, uh, and Antonio, uh, yeah, they won't have the super sub Andy Carroll. But I think with um, Pellegr- Pellegrini, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Pellegrini. Uh, uh, he's still there, and uh, he has the Premier League experience, and I think they'll do well, and I think they'll just make the top half of the, half of the table. Uh, ninth. Ninth. Uh, I put exactly the team that finished ninth last year, which is Leicester. Um, 
I think they did very good business over the summer, um, signing Telemans to a full contract, uh, and then Ayuzi uh, Perez, and then they've kept the majority of their sort of young key players. So Bill Ch- Ben Chilwell, um, Chaduri, yep, and um, James Madison. Other than and Casper Schmeichel, of course, but I don't think he was in much of the. I think it was mainly with James Madison and Ben Chilwell. That but was a couple of teams they lost. Well, they will lose Harry Maguire. Uh, yeah. Um, I think Dunk is a. Well, that's not confirmed yet. Mm, yeah, but it's gonna happen. Probably. We don't know. Um. I just think at just just at compared to looking at all the other teams below both from last season and sort of the teams that we've named so far, because we've all, we've all named the same teams just in different orders within one yeah. or two positions. I think just the core of their players, just performance-wise, are much better. They're better individual players. Okay. Uh, ninth, it's it's kind of hard for me to put them kind of low for their... Um, you put Arsenal at ninth. <laughs> no. Uh, I put Everton at oh, ninth. Okay. Yeah, kind of low. But I can definitely see them finishing. Like for me, eighth and ninth are interchangeable as well. Yeah. Uh, and ninth, just literally today signed. <laughs> are you okay? That's my funny bone. <laughs> <laughs> they literally just signed uh, Moise Keane. I think that's a fantastic signing. Yeah, it's good. Uh, they didn't really have a striker last season. I mean, they had Calvert Lewin and Cheng Tosun really didn't do that well. I think now they can move Richarlison uh, out on the wing where he should play. And now Sigurdsson's going to feed off of them with Bernard now also still there. Uh, they were they did lose Adrissa Gay, which is a kind of a big loss. But they re- they permanently signed Andre Gomez, who had surprisingly a good season. Because every time I watch him, he's kind of meh when he was at Barcelona. And I believe he... Valencia, I think, before. Um, but he had a good season last season. Only 20-ish million um, for him. But they replaced Idrissige with uh, Bauman uh, from the Bundesliga. I don't remember exactly which team. Mainz. Mainz, yeah. Jean-Philippe Bauman. But it's actually G. Bauman. Silent G? Yeah. Silent G. Uh, I think he's a good, very good replacement. Um, Still, they did lose Zuma. That's that's a big reason why I put them at ninth. Uh, I think he was great, a great partner to um They lost Michael a lot Keane. of players. They they yeah, they did. Uh they lost Admila Admila Lookman for uh twenty two million though. That's Lookman, a good Ashley Williams, Phil Jagielka, Zuma. John Joe Kenny left? Oh, on loan, okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, they did lose wow. Uh yeah, that's that's another reason. Yeah, Vlasic left, Sandro never really worked out. So Losing Zuma was, I think, a big reason why I put them ninth. Um, but obviously, they still have Digne and Coleman. They have a besides, but literally, they just need to fill that one hole, and I think they can potentially yeah. get seventh. Uh, eighth. Yeah, eighth. eighth. I put Everton. Oh, okay. Uh, again, we're just I put swapping them out. Uh, um, actually, you go. Yeah, I think with the most keen uh, signing, uh, they've got Delph from City. They signed Gomez with a full contract. And then with uh, Bauman from Mind as well. I don't think losing um, Zuma and the rest of the center backs and Kenny and them will hurt them as much. And eighth is actually where they finished last season, so you're just putting... Y- yeah, so I, I just think that they're going to be up there and just sort of solid. I think if Keen can actually get... Like fifteen ish goals and celebration. Who Keens? Yeah. Oh, really? You never seen his celebration? He just like the he does the. Like oh, it's funny. Uh, no, I think he, I think if it all I think it, a lot of it depends on Keen, uh, and if Charleston can stay in his form, and then uh, just looking at other players like Sigurdsson, Sigurdsson, Dinier, um, if Andre Gomez can continue to play well. Yeah. Um. And I think they've had Pickford for a while as well, so I think they're pretty. They're pretty. They've solidified a pretty well good core, and then I d- I don't see them really doing much. Yeah, for yeah, for me, like ninth and eighth, I said it are really interchangeable. I put eighth. I put Wolves at eighth. Uh, I think so. They finished seventh last season. Yes, you put Wolves at eighth. Yes, I did. So I put Wolves at eighth because, so you put them at seventh. I'm guessing. 
I put Wolves at seventh. Okay, I put them at eighth because they're in the Europa League this year, and that might hurt them with yeah. fitness. And they literally have the exact same team as last season, except they did sign Cutrone, so that'll give them a little more depth up front uh, with Yota and Jimenez and uh, Adama Traore. Uh, they still have the back three of Bennett, Cody, they and signed. Bully. They signed all the lone players. Like yeah, Ralph Jimenez, Jimenez and, and Johnny. Yeah. S- the smart business. Yeah. Uh, Doherty and Johnny at the wing uh, backs. Dan Donker as well. Dan Donker, great signing. Uh, yeah, I think the Europa League will hurt them a bit. Um, yeah, that's basically... I love their team. Uh, Jimenez and Yota, great. And they signed Vallejo from uh, Madrid as well. Yeah, he'll, he'll be a good uh, backup. Yeah. I, I don't think he'll start, but... Um, so- him so and you put Yota. you put Wolves at, at eighth. Yeah, I put Wolves at seventh. Did you I put, put at seventh? Le- I put Leicester at seventh. Whoa. Yeah, their team is I think just so strong. I know they're gonna lose Maguire, but if they replace him with Dunk, still don't know. I think they'll. I think they'll do great things, because now because the main reason why I did that is now they have Brendan Rodgers, and I, and they had like. They were like in the bottom half of the table. They had Brendan. Right? Oh, you no! Mean for the full for the season f- in the first half of the season when they didn't have, when they had Claude Puel in, uh, a- as manager, they weren't doing so hot. And there was like controversy happening if he was gonna leave, and he finally left. And they got Brendan Rodgers, and they were playing out of their minds. Who do they have as strikers right now? So they have Iosif Perez and Vardy. It's great. They don't. They play one up top. Yeah, but I think that's great. And then they have Madison in behind. Uh, Damari Gray, Harvey Barnes, uh, I'm forgetting someone. Tielman, oh. yeah, Tielman, Tielman's huge on a on a permanent contract. Um, yeah, I think yeah, the the I didn't, I, I didn't think of the Wolves in the Europa League situation. I do think their team is pretty. Their team's not light at all. Like they have a pretty Ooh. Wolves. Wolves' team is pretty. Like what do you mean? Meaning Wolves can I think I think. To a certain extent, until they get until they get, if this seeing how far they get, okay, which I don't think they'll get that far personally in the Europa League. Yeah, okay, I think they're going to prioritize Premier League, but um, I think their team can support the early rounds of the Europa League and still maintain a good Premier League team. Okay. Uh, here's the juicy part. So Top okay, six. so basically, your best of the rest is Leicester. Mine is Wolves. Again. Yeah. I need to set up for this one. <laughs> Go ahead. Who's sixth? Arsenal. All right. I was. I was. I, th- I believe that. Arsenal will finish sixth. What um, if we sign a center back? I'm going off of the squad you, right now today. Okay. Uh. Okay. So again, I don't. You, you guys signed Saliba, but you guys loaned him back out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great business. And then you it signed. Um, and He's then you ready. signed Pepe. I think your guys' front four. And Sabeos. Yeah. Your guys' front four is pretty terrifying and all French-speaking. So, like, they're going to be, like... Sp- mm, Ozil's French-speaking? <laughs> no, but, like, Pepe, Lacazette, Aubameyang. That's three. And then Ozil will just learn French, and they'll all <laughs> start speaking French together. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, they're going to be, like... It's like. And currently, they're actually beating Barcelona 1-0 in a f- their final preseason game. That's great. Yeah. Uh yeah, I just think they'll finish. I think the, the your guys' biggest uh your Achilles heel is your defense. Yeah. Um your midfield's pretty good, your forwards are really good. Your just defense just sucks. Yeah. We have to pray that Leno pulls out extra hands. <laughs> Who's uh, your sixth? I put Chelsea. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about this for a second then. Okay. Uh, so Chelsea, yeah. I was counting, 24 players have left their club on either released, wow. uh, loan, or uh, so- sold. Technically sale. have only made one sale. signing in Pulisic. Well, they technically made a Kovacic. Kovacic full signing, yeah. which is so weird, by the way. Like, like He didn't do that much. I don't But Kovacic and um, Pulisic. Pulisic. A lot of itchs. Uh, and then they're gonna play Mason Mount. I think they're gonna play him a lot. Yeah. Uh, Hudson Odoi and Loftus Cheek are out for probably yes. the first half of the season, so that's gonna hurt them. Uh, their front three obviously not as terrifying as last season with 
uh, I just Hazard. The, I just think the biggest thing is Hazard's, Hazard is not there. Hazard's like, not, yeah, Hazard's like not there, and they don't have it. Like, who's the Batshuayi, Giroud, or Tammy Abraham? All like okay. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, Batshuayi, I think is the going to be. I think used the most really? regularly. I don't. I think Giroud is. You don't think it's going to be Tammy Abraham? He's been playing the most in preseason. And I think Frank Lampard is likes him. Yeah, English. So, do you think Lampard is going to do well in his first year? Because that was one of the reasons that I put him again. I, so I put Chelsea fifth. Okay. Um, purely because of again, again we switched fifth and sixth. Yeah, I, I think uh, Pulisic. I want. I n- hate Chelsea. I would love to see Pulisic do well. Yeah, because everyone he still and has Mason Mount. Yeah, Mason Mount is just like. I feel like we're best friends. <laughs> uh, Mason, uh, Pulisic, he still holds the label of like that American or yeah. that American at Dortmund. Yeah. And like people still don't, haven't like come to terms like he's actually played really well at Dortmund and he can actually like, an American can go to two to two to three different top tier European teams and do yeah. well. Um, It's just, a I just think um, other teams are either better set up or done better in the window and have set their teams up better than Chelsea, but also Chelsea not signing anyone other than Pulisic. I don't think that will, I don't, it's Pulisic is not, he's not a Hazard. He's not a Hazard. Yeah. Oh, he he is. But even if he becomes, even if he's supposed to be that Hazard role, which is not going to be, he's not going to, he's not going to be the top five player, top three player in the league. He's not going to carry the team and pick the team up and carry them on their back. And he's going to score a couple goals and a couple assists. And they're going to do pretty well and probably beat some of the other top six. But I think ultimately, uh, and they're also in the Champions League, so yeah. Well, um, it's better than the Europa League. No, but my point is that they're going to be playing tougher teams. They're going to want to oh, yeah. prioritize that, and their team's not very thin. Uh, their team is pretty thin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Um, like you're going to be playing what Tammy I'm, Abraham and Champions League, Ryan of sixteen or I'm, like. I'm going to say this again. I think sacking sacking. I'm I'm doing air quotes. Uh, sorry, was the wrong decision. I don't think Lampard is quite ready with this team. I think he'll de- even if they do finish sixth. Was it an emotional decision, just like yeah. United signing Ole? Kind of, because they also brought in Czech and Makalele, um as coaches. Um, so, I, I they got super lucky finishing third. Like I don't know how they finished yeah, third they last really season. Did. They were supposed to finish sixth. Yeah, and I also I, think th- they I also will. think they got lucky even, signing. Even if they even if they do finish sixth, I think Lampard will definitely stay. There's no way they're gonna sack him. No, yeah, they season. won't sack him. Um, but yeah, I think I'm. And for me, I have Arsenal fifth. Okay. Uh, this is the first time I ever put Arsenal outside the top four when I do predictions. Mm-hmm. And I hope this is gonna be reverse psychology because the past two years I put them top four and they didn't. Now I have them outside the top four and hope to. Of course, it's magic. Yeah, and. Pepe is going to be huge. Uh, now we have a competition in, in midfield. So, like, the five midfielders that, like, hopefully we're going to play with a 4-2-3-1 formation, and it's going to be uh, those two is going to be between Jaka, Ganduzi, Torreira, Willock, and Ceballos. And that's good because I like competition. They'll make them fight for their place. It's just the defense. Like, Bellerin not going to be back till probably late September – Holding still slowly getting back to f- f- uh, full fitness. Uh, I don't think he'll start the first game, but he'll he'll come back m- much sooner than Bellerin. Uh, even if we do sign Tierney, he's apparently out for like eight weeks. Uh, obviously, we need a center back in. I really want Ruben Neves. Not Ruben Neves. Uh, Ruben Diaz from Benfica or like Umtiti or Konate from uh, RB Leipzig. If we can sign at least one center back and sell like Mustafi or Koscielny, I think we can definitely get top four. But as of now, I think we'll finish fifth. Are you done talking about Arsenal? <laughs> yes, I'm done. <laughs> All right, top four. Fourth. I think we have the same fourth. Uh, yeah. Who? United. Yeah, United. Wow, we finally have someone from twentieth and fourth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of by default. For us, I think signing Maguire and Vibala. <laughs> what? He's not. Uh, he's not signing. Uh, I think signing Maguire and Juan Basaka were the two best bits of business in the last. Uh, I think since Ferguson left. Really, I think they were they were transfers. They were they were signings that better actu- than Pogba. Um. 
Yeah, because that was all like it just ended up being like a marketing Adidas thing, and it's even better than Zlatan for that one year. Yeah, but we didn't need him for that. But I mean, like, no. My my point is, the 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 board and the owners or whoever is doing this because I don't know what their whole backroom staff board situation is, but they actually looked at the team and the performance of the players in each position, and then we signed players to fix those. Problems, right? Um, specifically, like they recognize, like, hey, Lindelof is our starting center back, so who we need someone because Jones, Smalling, Marcus Rojo are not good enough to sort of be at that level. Mm-hmm. And we signed Maguire, and then we went Young. So okay, Young, Dalo, these guys are not, like I think we signed Dalo in hopes that he would become, yeah, sort of that guy. But um, whereas I think he's young and just, like innocently, like eagerly, he's like young. go, he's I get it. yeah, he's huh. Yeah, and I think Young, they recognize that this he's not. He's also our captain. <laughs> yeah. But I love how Ole said, like, when he plays or if yeah, he yeah, starts. Because technically Valencia was your captain Valencia last was season our and captain he and he played. But I think basically it's De Gea going to be wearing the captain's arm. Every, I think every so, too. Yeah. Um, which is what I like because I want to make sure that he's happy as well. But basically we looked at the players that we have. We looked at the positions that we need to be stronger in. And I think the biggest thing was defense. Um, signed Daniel James. I think he's going to play a lot more than anyone, including him, thought. I agree. Uh, because now I think... Ole just said he's ready. Yeah, and I think he is because you can play Rashford up top and we play a 4-3-3. So you can play Rashford up top and then just cycle in between... You'd prefer Rashford up top than Martial up top? I think Rashford up top is... I would rather have Ra- I would rather have Martial on the wing than Rashford on the wing. Okay. Let's put it that way. Okay. Um, and then just having James on the other side. And that's just a lot of pace. I think we yeah. pro- we we have the fastest top three, faster than Obama, Lacazette, and Pepe. Yeah, Rashford, okay. Martial, and James. Yeah, well, Martial's like he's fast. He's faster with the ball as well. That's true. But yeah, I just think, and it's more of like a default thing because I don't think we're gonna punch above fourth. Um, but I do think we're also in the Europa League, so. Um, yeah, that might I hurt. think our squad is high. Europa League. Hi. Oh. Oh yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you? Good. Um Thursdays. Thursdays, man. You gotta love them. I think uh our squad is deep enough to play Europa League games and then as sort of as, as sort of things come, uh we'll, I think we'll be in the exact same position we were in twenty sixteen when we won the when we won the Europa League. Yeah, basically we take it as far as we it can. It was Pogba's first season. Yeah, we take it as far as we can, and if we see that we're in a position to win it, mm-hmm. I think we'll start start to uh, prioritize Europa League. Actually, I think we have our top four exactly the same. Yeah, who do so you have third at third? Is Tottenham. Yep. Uh, I just think they're gonna again. It's kind of by default. Um, didn't Kane. really didn't really lose anyone. Yeah, Kane. Who they sign? And Dumbele. Oh my god. Yes. Beautiful. Like I hate Tottenham. Like obviously I hate Tottenham. They're my least favorite team, and. I'll forever hate them, but in Dombele, yeah, no, it was oh a great time. Oh my god, I am, lo- am I am in love with him. Like when he was at Leon, he was just so fun to watch. They only lost Trippier, and frankly, I think uh, Kyle Walker Peters is ready to fill that position. I, I, agree. I also think uh, Trippier was a little overrated, and I'm shocked that Alderweireld is still there. Yeah, that's bizarre. Wait, I actually, I actually, do, may, it triggering. might be his wages, but. It's not no. It's twenty five million. Tr- his release clause was just trigger it. Yeah, but then you have to get the fee, the the, the wages and everything. Still, I mean, they even if they did get rid I, of yeah, him, they still have yeah, Davinson Sanchez. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I I do think unless something goes wrong with Son and Maguire, which we did see last year, because they what? were Son and Maguire, Son and ugh, Kane. I'm bad with names, by the way. Yeah, just in y- personal y- life, y- in general, <laughs> it's. Um, I'm just bad with names, but th- Kane my, is my point is even if unless something goes wrong with Kane or Son, and we saw that last season and when they Lucas. got injured, and Lucas because he actually yeah, Lucas turned out to be, I think more important than anyone Towards thought that he season, was going to be. Yeah. Um, what we saw last year is that Tottenham can Tottenham can handle injuries to key players. I think Ndombele was a big signing because that midfield that because they do play a four two three one. I think. That that two was not that strong. Like they, it was always like Winks or Dyer or sometimes Deli Alley. It's not great. Now he can put he can he can slot right in there. And that three with Son, Erickson, and probably Deli Alley, but 
I think Lucas will now start because Deli Ali's hurt for the beginning of the season. Yeah. Uh, and then Kane up top. I I mean I I don't see them falling out of the top four. I think the lowest they'll finish is fourth. Um. So yeah. Uh, second place. I think we both have Liverpool. Oh, you have Man City. Yeah. So okay. Wait, who do you have? I have Man City. You have Man City second. Yeah. Oh wow. And so okay. So my have the turntables. Uh, we can literally talk about this for an hour. Yeah. But given that we've already spoken for an hour, um, they I just uh, sorry, just sorry to interrupt. Uh, they just played a Community Shield and Liverpool. I did watch the game, and I think Liverpool were unfortunate not to win the match. They did play better in my opinion, but Man City did end up winning. Um. So both teams, other than they've each signed two players, Liverpool have gone a lot with youth, um, and I don't think we'll see any of them really play any significant games. Yeah, it's just Harvey Elliott bills, basically. Um, and Liverpool, I mean, uh, Man City signed Rodri uh, and Angelino, and I think only Rodri will see, I think. Yeah, he's and even if in. he doesn't play that much, it's going to be a Fernandinho replacement, so who's 33, I think. Basically, what I'm looking at is two teams... That are exactly the same. What if Sané leaves? I think if I might, it, 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 it might will, change it for will, me because you have change Liverpool. a couple things. Um, I just think Liverpool losing to City the way they did, getting the amount of points that the way they that they did, and winning the Champions League. I and there's something terrifying about a hyped up Liverpool team with Jurgen Klopp. Mm than a tactically aware, strategically placed Man City. With Pep. With Pep. I just think he's going to get them so hyped up, and they're just going to rip through teams. And it, frankly, can be a two-horse race again, and it could go to, like, 96 and 97. Um, uh, I agree it's going to be a two-horse race. I, I, it's going to be a two-horse race, and frankly, you could have put either single one. I just think yeah. something something instinct just said Liverpool is going to go in and finally go and win it. So for me, because if they don't do it now, they will maybe never have a better chance than that's the pro that's the problem for me. I think last season was their best chance. I don't think that I think this season they'll drop off a bit. I think Man City will drop off a, a bit as well. Like I don't think they'll hit 90 I don't think they'll both hit 95 points each. It's not a big loss, but Liverpool have Man City have lost bigger players than Who did they lose? They, they, I mean, it's not a big player, but they lost company. Yeah, it's you're not right. a big, it's not yeah. a big loss, but he did score some of the goals that like one game he scored he, like the, that goal against Leicester. I'm saying he scored some of the biggest goals, and he was their and, captain, and he and, and he's yeah. been there since before all of this started. You're right, you're right. Um, so seeing how they fill that and how that changes the backroom staff, uh, like the whole like locker room dynamic. Right, right, right. Little things at this point, little things like that tweak the balance. The only reason why I put. I mean, not the only, but the main reason why I put Man City ahead of Liverpool is I, I just can't see Liverpool doing the same thing. I, 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 don't, I don't see them having that good of a season again, is what I'm I saying. I think, they'll, I think they'll finish top two absolutely, like 100%, but I think, if they, I think they needed to sign one player to maybe put them over Man City. And they also have Ox coming back. Yeah, but I mean, like he's not like I love Ox, but like that they have Ox coming back. They have Fabinho to to properly use. They have Keita to I think properly. Like, I think they. Have I don't think Keita's gonna start. I I think it's gonna because they be signed both and they didn't really use them a whole lot throughout. I mean, I'm, Fabinho, I'm, Fabinho played a lot. I think uh, towards the second half of the season he started, but I mean, like, what if like one if one of well, one of their players goes down? I mean, like yeah, both teams were really fit throughout the year as well. Yeah, like what if like Van Dyke goes down? What if Robertson goes down? They're what gonna if they're gonna they're gonna get relegated? Trent goes down. <laughs> they're gonna get relegated. Okay, uh, this is fun. This was really fun. I think we should do a recap and hold on to these. Uh, yeah, notes. I think. I mean, what we'll do, like, I mean, we'll do this probably in May. Uh, I think what we'll do is like uh, recap it all. Like, take our original predictions and like. Add add the points like let's say so we had both had Sheffield at twentieth let's say they finish eighteenth that's like two points and whoever has the least amount of points like had a better prediction if that makes sense it doesn't make sense but we'll figure it out like the like the the difference of of where the team would finish 
gives you points. Oh, and, oh, oh, I see. And I if see, you I have see. a small amount the, of points, okay. that means you're more accurate. Like golf. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, uh, Mainsley, Ainsley Maiden Lyle scored an own goal. Great. Nice. 1 1. Okay. Uh, this has been episode 22. Yes. Uh, and yeah, be sure to do all the podcast stuff SoundCloud, um, Spotify, and uh, iTunes. And uh, we'll be back, I think, do like a match day one yes. recap. Premier League will be back very, very soon. Absolutely. Cool. Bye. See ya.